It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Get ahead of the postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. Sorry, I, 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 I bought it down. I'm on an 80 right now. I bought it down. I'm just 
attached to that was, because that was a concept from Carl Jung, according to Peterson. Attached to that, and later on in the clip, maybe it was there, I don't know, but I think maybe towards the end. But, um, yeah, so he did say, he said the California approach um, in a satiric, a sat, I forget, or you satire kind of way, was to chase your bliss. And then Brian says, uh, your blisters or something like that, or follow your uh, blisters, instead of uh, your bliss, meaning, you know, do what's painful, and that'll get you enlightened, you know, and then Peterson elaborates, and I made many, many, many videos and podcasts on this, but um, Peterson says that Jung's philosophy for finding enlightenment was that, you know, you find the things that you're fearful of, the things that are painful, the place where the story of, um, Merlin and the round table, uh, King Arthur, okay, that story, they have to go look for the fucking Holy Grail, they all look in the part of the forest or the jungle or wherever it is, um, the scariest part at night, uh, the part they at least want to go to, that's where they go look for the fucking uh, Holy Grail, so, with that and the way Pierce explains it is, yeah, following your bliss, you know, there's, there's, there's knowledge in there and there's certain things you get from that, which I've also stated before, was, you know, if you find out what you're passionate about, what you love and all that, and you go after that, you make that profitable, potentially turn into a job where you're going to work every day paying for your bills in a manner that doesn't feel like work to you. I mean, that's, that's a great way to live right there, right? You're no longer... Choices to have children and buy a 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Eavesdrop. I'm sorry, I'd be doing Eavesdrop, and then I'd be doing. Um, then I'd be doing. Um, oh, I can't fucking siding. And I'd be doing different kinds of siding, so they weren't always the same. It was different instruments you had to use, different tools you had to use, so. Not so much following your bliss. Now, after a certain amount of 
much figuring out you have to do, and there's a lot of variables that come into play, like, for example, my family and all that. I have to be able to sustain that. But, you know, one, uh, one good example, besides the one I've been trying to lead up to say, but I haven't really said it right yet with, with the straight and all that, but there's a lot of wisdom I've been getting out of this, even if it's just home improvement wisdom, being able to have my own business wisdom, being able to build a house from the bottom up wisdom, like, besides all that, um, one of the biggest fears I had, which when I first got into the occult, fucked with me a lot, which is why I was new age and I didn't want to do black magic, painful magic. spirits. I didn't want to see spirit. Even when I believed in Jesus, like I said before, I wouldn't want to see Jesus. I wouldn't want to see a relative. I wouldn't want to see anything that's from another realm that shouldn't be here. And then I had to face that. And at first, I didn't do it intentionally. It was being revealed to me. It was through a sleep paralysis that I was seeing spirits. And then feeling these presences and seeing these things. Um, literally dark presences that have a form and not a form that you would expect sitting on top of me holding me down or some of them depending on how you look at it taking my wife's body but in a dream obviously like to her um, and some of them that you couldn't see at all but you knew they're in the room something I could only hear that were yelling like my daughter yelling leave him alone and I was, doesn't matter but point is something I had to face and I'm glad I faced it but after facing it I was able to do many things. I was able to put the fear of magic, of cults, spirits, all this shit aside and be able to actually now work with spirits, talk to spirits, um, you know, give offerings to spirits, ask for knowledge, invoke, evoke, um, and be okay with it and actually reap the rewards. So, uh, there's many, that's basically what I want to go through today. So, what was that work there now? Meaning that it's almost seven. And so while I'm away back home, I will discuss this even further on probably some ways that, you know, if this is what you choose to do, I don't think you're really going to have to 
Sorry, just a fast correction. Meditation isn't necessarily better than sleeping, but the benefits you get from four hours of sleep, you can get in one hour of meditation. Um, something to that effect. I can't remember the exact uh, ratio. So well, what I meant to say was meditation is a more efficient way to get the the benefits of sleep faster. So you can only sleep three or four hours a night, which, you know, you need at least four hours, four solid hours for your organs to work properly. But if you can do one hour of meditation, that's like having a four hour solid sleep. So you see where I'm going with this. So you do that plus your three hours of sleep. So you rest a little bit. So as you're trained, your body knows you need to sleep. And if you don't sleep, sometimes you can still feel awake, but you know, your, your psychology, your mind's going to be all fucked up because you know, you're tired, even though you might not even be acting tired. But anyways, all that's to say was that, you know, I said meditation is way better than sleep. And it's like, no, you need to do both. But if you can't get enough sleep, well, you meditate. So you can get the benefits of four hours of sleep in one hour. 20 minutes be like two hours. Something to that effect. Can't remember exactly what it is. But anyways, look it up. Um, yeah, let's get back. Just 
Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You'll see me do a sensual thing 
think the water signs are more so. But Earth is also receptive and female in nature, and children not so. But I think those people could potentially be just consciously awake and see or feel more things than your regular person. But I could be wrong about that. I mean, I'm somebody who's been dominated by Earth and water in my chart. It was like one or two fire and one or two air places where I have planet or something like that. But 
so that's what people think that's wrong but point i'm trying to um around that so i was able to let go of the fear so just because these things looked a type of way when i saw them when i was in my sleep paralysis okay just because they look like a type of way that might have been deemed scary like they're all shadow they're all black blah 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 they have bright eyes it's pretty bright but just because they had all that doesn't mean you have to fear them and the minute i got that into my head enough it never happened again. I get the sleep paralysis. I would get the feeling before the sleep paralysis, like that fucking super sharp tingle electrocution throw your entire body. Um, that doesn't, doesn't hurt, but sometimes it comes on a little strong at first, and it's just like uncomfortable, but it doesn't hurt. And once you kind of realize that it's not really there, or however you want to justify to yourself, that kind of makes sense to you. It, it, it reduces, like, incredibly. But then no more dark enemies, no more shadows, no more nothing like that. And then from time to time, like, I would see them, but they wouldn't be in those forms. So it might have been a few things, one being that anything that my subconscious mind saw in whatever you want to call it, whether that's the realm, whether it's thought or whatever it is, it had to... You know, if I was consciously awake, I'd see my nervous system had to pick it up and turn it into something that I knew that I've been programmed. The closest thing that I that that thing could represent in my limited knowledge would be a shadow or a monster or a demon or whatever. So that's what it made it out of. That's how I would explain it. This was like a conscious thing. But like I said, I don't really have it so because it's a subconscious thing, which is where these things get programmed to. So I, this is kind of what I mean. Once I was able to, because um, that's what's programmed to you see something, you turn around, shadow, whatever, it's going to look like this, and it's going to have this attention, you know? But once you get that out of your head and you change that, well, then they can look like whatever the fuck they want. And, or you can change, anyways. I'm going way off on a tangent, and it's all just to say that when you face your fucking fears, when you go into the dark forest to find the holy grail, when you, when you um, uh, follow your blisters instead of following your bliss, when you face your fears, um, you will get a certain amount of enlightenment out of it to some potentially even a level up in where you're trying, what you're trying to master. And it could be many things, like mine was a spiritual one, so it definitely helps you know with spirituality. But it helps me even more than that as well. Like, there's many fronts where this helps me out. Um, and, but then there was my working one, right? Fear of being a slave into the system. Working a job I hate, that whole um, greed, um, love of money is the root of all evil kind of thing. And I believe that, so I didn't want to work. But it turns out, get a job that you enjoy and you like, maybe there's a certain sacrifice you got to do, maybe just, anyways, doesn't matter. The point was, by following, facing that fear, going back to work, I'm now in a place where it's good. Like yesterday, I had a conversation, um, and I was asked if I was to stay on the trough team, like, full time, you know, within a relatively, uh, I think it's in two months or less, depending on my ability, um, I'd be going bouncing up to almost like uh, 30 and out. Watch from 
fucking sick. So, um, after that episode, I, after when I reported this yesterday morning, which was the first thing you saw in here, and then boom, whoop, there it is. So, and with that comes extra responsibilities and having to work with some people that aren't always, you know, whatever, but it just is what it is, right? I mean, I got to pay gas, so what money I make, the better it is for me. But, 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 um, so in every aspect of your life where you have a fear, where there's something you don't want to explore, now, when you have unconscious, unresolved shit, it's hard to see because you don't know what to do with it, right? Wrong. I don't think that's completely accurate. I think if your intention is to fucking face your fears, and man up and do shit, then they can be revealed to you. Because, yes, I had a fear of spirits. No, there was no way I was fucking going after it. I wanted to go after spirituality. I was going to let things unfold to me. I was going to figure things out as I went. And that was that. I wasn't going to go face spirits anytime soon. Because from what I knew, you can manifest without having to fucking deal with spirits. Which is still accurate. You know, fuck with spirits. Um, it'll be a little more successful and things will be easier if you understand the true nature of them and you and, you know, whatever. But you don't have to fuck with spirits to do it. However, there's a certain amount of enlightenment that came with it. And there's so much, so much knowledge I got after I realized and faced that fear that, I mean, I couldn't think of it any other way now. But that being said, like I previously mentioned, I was going into sleep paralysis, something that had never occurred to me in my life before. And there's really nothing to account for the change. I didn't want any drugs at that time, which I was doing a lot of drugs before that time. Um, there hadn't been any substantial differences in my life, stress or otherwise. Like, um, all the symptoms of why it could happen, I didn't really follow any of those. Just, out of the blue, started getting sleep paralysis. But I was doing some magic at the time. It wasn't full blown. I wasn't even supposed to be doing it, to be honest. But sorry, the bus stopped to pick up some high school kids. Yeah, I wasn't supposed to be doing magic at the time, but I did. And you know, it was. I don't. I can't tell you exactly what I wrote in the sigils. What I did exactly um, for the magic but I do know that I did sigils at some point to face my fears to conquer my fears all as in you know I'm fucking grateful that I've conquered all my fucking fears and shit like that Some kind of symbolic representation magic 
are banishing, uh, removing, conquering your fear, so to speak, then if you are prepared for it, be prepared for it, then circumstances will arise to and it may be uncomfortable for you to conquer said fears. Once that happens, there's going to be a, a substantial amount of spiritual growth and enlightenment that's going to come with that. There's going to be like an enlightenment, but there's going to be a specific enlightenment process that's going to come along with you facing that. There's going to be a bunch of knowledge that will be revealed to you by doing that. So that'd be the first thing I would do. I'd start off by making the sinful and whatever saying that you're grateful that you conquered that. From there, you can just wait. Try not to think about it because then it takes longer to manifest. But yeah, you just fucking wait for it to happen. Once it happens, it'll be revealed to you. And you can do this in multiple areas of your life. Anywhere where you think you have a fear to conquer. Now, if you don't know what your fears are, which we probably all have a type of unconscious fear, so I was very conscious of my fear spirits, but there might be some unconscious fears still there. But even if you are conscious of your fears, you can bury those bitches in the unconscious and just say, fuck it, I'm not dealing with it ever. On the, you know, if it's nighttime, if I have to watch a scary movie, I take these steps and I won't have to worry about it and I'll barely ever think about it. Doesn't mean, you know, I wasn't scared of much except for their spirits, which is something you don't see every day that's something that you might not even know that's real or not real besides like not working it. Um, and being a slave for a work or a job or whatever, which is something else. Like your fears were stuff that you couldn't really control. Mine is obviously the slight fear I have of losing my family members, which is kind of laugh, obviously, you know, I don't want to lose my kids or my wife. But that's like in, under accidental circumstances if when the time comes, like me and my wife are older, God forbid, but you know, that's going to be hard no matter what, but that's part of life. Like, I didn't get into this relationship with my wife thinking we're going to be together forever, and we're going to be able to cheat death, and then, you know, all of a sudden death comes, it's like, oh, well, big, it's not the big letdown, it's like, no, I knew we're going to depart, one of us might go before the other, unless we go at the same time, or we don't go at all, but that's the least likely one to happen, and that's the next least likely, but have better odds, is that we go at the same time, and then separately, and then her living longer is more realistic because she's younger and she's a female. Both people that are younger tend to die less than people that are older, and both females tend to die less than people that are males. So, you know, the odds are heavily in her favor, but I'm the type of guy you can't ever count out because, you know, when you think I'm down, I come back up just swinging. Just, you know, very resilient. Not only that, so that would be the things I would do. So whether you have something deep in your unconscious or not, it'll be revealed to you in a manner that you can handle it. And you are going to be uncomfortable doing this, but you'll be able to handle it. Like, for example, sleep paralysis to happen me sucks. Hated it. When I felt that feeling coming on every night, I was like, oh, I'm done again. This sucks. Try to stay awake. And you could. You can't. Your body just takes over and you're done. But it's like after done and said and over with, even though whatever the entities were there and it was fearful, I was just like, okay, well, you know, it's done, I'm consciously thinking about it, playing all the scenarios out of my head, which really don't mean shit, like, it was done, it was over with, and there was nothing else to happen, I went to bed, nothing else popped up, the same shit didn't happen, you know what I mean? All the work was done for me, all I had to do was just let it ride out until I went on and got 
lot more knowledge revealed to me, and from there it made sense, and then it stops happening. So it's a process that you can do that can easily help you get a type of spiritual enlightenment. And all you have to do is make some kind of sensible or candle, whatever type of magic you do. Okay? If you don't know what I mean by sensible or candle, go back and watch some of my older videos and or just type in candle magic, sigil magic, and you know, find uh, find the way that works for you. But you do that shit and it'll be revealed to you your fears and you'll be able to conquer them. And you know, like I said, when you face your fears you're not always this is part of doing the shadow work. It absolutely ties into doing shadow work and realizing your shadow. Because the things that you fear are the things that can make you most irrational. The things that can, depending on the fear, obviously. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But these are the things that can make you rational. That can make you snap and go into, you know, crazy. So, so anyway, so that's just some tips and helpful hints. Something I wanted to go through last time. Follow your blisters and things. I think you're looking for is going to be where you least want to look for it, and sometimes that's going to be deep in your unconscious. Now, depending on the wounds and whatever trauma you've been through, whatever this fear might be, I mean, if, it's, if you have a sneaking suspicion, I mean, obviously, if you have this deep fucking trauma, you know about it most likely. I don't know. The point I'm trying to get at is seek help if you need to seek help. If you know something bad's happened to you and you're trying to live with this, stop trying to live with it and just go get help. Get fixed. Let's talk to somebody who's going to help you realize that it wasn't your fault. It was never your fault. Whoever this was, whether it was a loved one or not, um, was an asshole and they never hurt themselves and they should never have hurt you. And you didn't deserve that and that you're a beautiful human being and you have the right to heal. You can forgive that asshole for doing what they did to you. That's going to be the most healing thing you can do, but first you have to fucking forgive yourself. For you blaming yourself for being not enough, whatever the case is, go seek professional help and get that dealt with. If it's not something like me, a fear of fucking spirits, or like my wife, a fear of spiders or something like that. If you got something deeper. But, you know, even though these little fears like that, you know, you, you go into it and things will be unlocked for you. I, I honestly believe that. But, um... Trauma is a little different than fear, but sometimes they can be attached to one another. So I just want to make that clear that I'm not saying that you can tackle. I mean, I'm not saying that you couldn't tackle this shit by yourself, but just tackling a small thing like my fear of spirits on my own was hard enough. 
and comfortable enough that dealing with something with, you know, trauma suffered by a loved one, you know, that's deeply rooted in your, your mind, your psyche, and just, just something I wouldn't, I'm not, first of all, I'm not qualified to tell you how to do it, but I'm not convinced that you couldn't deal with it yourself, but. You know, you have to let your, the divine, the subconscious, the unconscious, to, you know, guide you, whatever you have going for you there. If you've been developing communication or not, they'll guide you. And, you know, DB, they'll guide you right to a psychiatrist, psychologist, you know what I mean? They would do that. That's how it works sometimes. Um, yeah, anyways. Um, so that's a little bit about that. 112.6, perfect. Um, that's a little bit about that. Um about how to find that and if I uh, how to find that how to receive enlightenment and through fear through following the, the shit you really don't want to go and look at things that scare you the most the things you're like oh no I wouldn't do that I wouldn't go there or when you watch a movie you're screaming at the person on the TV you're like don't do that that's your fear and they're doing it and you're kind of projecting yourself through them you know those things that's another way to see something that you know if you are unconscious of something, but you start watching a movie and something's happening in the movie and it's bugging you to your core, you know? Like for me, like I've never been in a circumstance where I've been completely um, claustrophobic or in a tube or anything like that, right? I don't have anything that I can remember of. Now, I know my dad used to wrestle with me and stuff like that. And when he used to get on top and pin me down, he used to drive me crazy, he used to freak out because I say I can't breathe and all that. So. I got a claustrophobic with these, but I don't remember that all that much. There's like very vague memories there. And, but if I see something on TV where someone's like in a small tube end to end and they can't go backwards or forwards, see? Good visuals right now, it's fucking me up. I've talked about this before. So, those things just come to mind. It's not something I would ever think of. You ask me, like, what are you afraid of? Unless someone says claustrophobic, I'm, that's the last thing I'm going to say. But the minute it comes on, like, I start like, oh my god, I couldn't do that. You know what I mean? Any kind of claustrophobic, like, anything. It just freaks me the fuck out. So there's something unconscious there. Something happened to me uh, as a young boy, right? And I'm not blaming my dad. It could be something else. It could be a fucking past life shit for all I fucking know. But, um, you know, there's something there. And I'm not conscious of it most of the time. And I can barely remember that that shit happened. shit, but 
you know, do whatever you can do. You can do it online, you can do it via Skype, which isn't the same, but it'll still help. But anyways, we're going to get into something a little different there in a few minutes. Um, I talk about this guy, Andre, quite a bit. He's the guy in my town who I knew, who had a past, who was dating one of the girls that, one of the sisters of the girl I was dating in high school, and he stands on the corner, he's at the Christmas parade with his son, his little son, I don't know how old his little son is, but my guess would be somewhere between six and nine, because he's not, his son's not bigger than my daughter, my older daughter, but he's bigger than my youngest daughter, so somewhere between four and nine for sure, but um, the kid was at Santa Claus parade with him, he had a megaphone, Andre had a megaphone saying, you know, whatever, we're all we're all going to go to hell, Antichrist is coming, Jesus is the only way, blah, 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 blah. His son was wearing a sign on him that says Santa Claus isn't real. And this is a kid who was almost, almost certain that he was under nine years old. You know? That's pretty brutal. Now, I'm not saying it's not uh, right or not right, you know, how he parents his child is all on him. I got nothing against the guy. I'm going to play a few videos probably from him. Try to keep some of the stuff to a minimum, but um, I'm not I'm nothing against him. I, I wish him well and I hope he's okay. Um, but he recently got in trouble inside a fucking church threatening other people. That's what made me bring it up. Um, but um, yeah, so I'm gonna switch gears to that to show you so you don't just think I'm always lying on my ass. But this guy goes to busy intersections in my town with a megaphone and starts preaching from the Bible, different verses, and how. COVID is a mark of the beast, and now it's God. People not having the right fear of God, and so because we don't fear God anymore, that uh, this is what's happening. And so I'll show you a few clips of it, and I'll give you my analysis of why that happens. How he's, you know, like I said, I don't have anything against the guy, but I think it plays into like he was following his fear. And he was going down conspiracy, making a channel of it, to the point where he got so scared that he stopped following his fear. If he would have kept following his conspiracy line, he would have eventually made it out and found either some spirituality or whatever his path of enlightenment would have been. But instead of that, he got stuck. He got scared. So he ran to God. Okay? Which isn't a bad thing. Whatever. If you find spirituality and meaning in life and you know all that good shit from god some type of scripture some type of religious body of work then so be it but the point i'm trying to get at is and you know none of us are perfect you know he says he's a pastor now but he's got records and um you know this happened this happened recently where he was in a church threatening somebody so he's got charges against him now um Last time around the same time, police came to his house to break his house shit up, uh, party up because of COVID, and he got a fine, and I guess Rebel News was helping him beat that, I don't know what that ended up, but I don't know, it was a year or two before that, he got in trouble for uttering threats, and then a year before that, for almost stabbing somebody and having weapons, and then there's something about cocaine, and, you know, this is a guy who's, you know, spiritual and practicing the word of God, and, um, reborn Christian kind of way, yet is doing things that would be best described as the devil's work. You know, drugs, threats, um, stabbings, fucking, you know, all this shit. It's like, and I'm not saying to be spiritual, you have to shun all that shit. Fuck. 
I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that one fucking second. But the problem is he preaches against that. Like, I watched one video where he's preaching about how the devil makes you do this and drugs and all this shit and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, I know you used to do drugs. I know you probably still do some drugs. You get in trouble, you're threatening people. It's like, that's not what Jesus told you to fucking do. And, but yeah, he's doing it. So, you know, that's just is what it is. But what was that work here? So I'll finish this video on the way home. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it. Have yourself a great fucking day. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's how you close out. We're not closing out. We're just waiting on to get on to the next. I'm all fucked up. I need to get some caffeine in me and listen to some tunes. But anyways. All right. All right. What's going on, everybody? Fucking warm out here. Work and break in April we're having here. So it's making everybody think cold warming is real. And fuck, I'm not going to give an opinion on that because shit is warming up. So global, our globe is warming. So that's definitely true. And who knows about the rest? Anyways, I'm going to switch gears. I was going to talk about Andre and draw some parallels about how he was unconscious or he was starting his path. And instead of facing his fears, he went the opposite way. And I wanted to show that he's a real guy. I'm not just making this up, but I think I'm not going to do that because, you know, I don't have anything wrong with the guy. And if I put his information out here, it's kind of a... I wasn't really thinking about that. I was really focusing on the teaching lesson and not so much on the human and the person. And, you know, if you say something like, well, you have no problem pointing out this shit about Thunder Wizard sometimes or whatever. And it's like, well, that's it's kind of different. Not really, but... You know, Thunder Wizard, especially when he was doing his I'm a Lizard um, parody, he wanted people to go out there and make their own channels and dissing him and, and share his shit because he, he wants the views. And he knows, he knows that there's power and it doesn't matter what people put their attention into, good or bad, you know, attention is attention. But the problem is if you're getting more bad attention than good attention, if you don't flip it, use it properly, it's going to be hard to switch. So... So that's why I would be my justification for doing it to him versus this Andre guy who's just, you know, he's a human being. He's having a hard time. Um, he's trying to do what he thinks is right. But because of his programming and because he didn't keep going and get past that fear stage, instead of just getting so scared that he turned to God, um, instead of exploring it more, realizing how much power we have, um, you know, he's where he is now. But to put his information out there, you know, it's just, you know, he's got a kid, he's got a wife. It's like, that's, I don't know, I just doesn't seem right. So I'm going to switch and go the opposite way because this would be, that would be like an anti-lesson on what not to do and what to watch out for, which is useful. But instead of that, I can use what I've been teaching about, how sleep paralysis, facing your fears, quitting, failing, and, uh, you know, because failing or like for Andre's case for me looking from the outside in who knows with all the variables that I don't know about but you know he was doing conspiracy stuff he was into it he thought he was on the right path and who knows how he either got too scared and ran to Christ or maybe he realized that what he said wasn't really true and so he flipped gears and maybe it's a combination of both who knows and so that's that's one thing but failure okay so me making this channel i'm not very popular i'm fucking blessed to have 80 subscribers and i love every single one of these people who decide to subscribe everybody who just views it who doesn't subscribe it's cool too i get it you know if you have family members that look at your youtube and see the channels just subscribe to and one's called ceremonial witchcraft well that might be a little fucked up so i get it um 
and you know the comments and the likes and everything that happens i appreciate all of that i love it but i'm in this for the long haul i'm not in this for quick cash i'm not in this to do whatever but i have a goal i had in my mind i have a visualization that i hang on to and i'm doing this for a specific purpose and reason and those things are important to have and um so instead of doing the anti way of what not to do and how to you know because if you're having a fear whether it's like i said the fear like i had either of working a job and thinking you're a slave or the fear of um spirits like i had or my one that is a little more unconscious that i kind of know about which is my uh, claustrophobia um all those fears um whether it's those or something different okay facing them and realizing um, if you can get past it and try to, you know, get beyond it and see the true nature of these things, you know? Maybe you have a reason to have these fears. Or maybe it's irrational and it's something you can overcome. Either way, exploring it further is going to do your world of good. But more than that, there's something that happens to people. They have these ideas, and then one day they're all about it, everything is good. Then all of a sudden they get a voice in their head saying, oh, it's not going to work. Or people get in their ears saying, oh, that's not going to work, blah, 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 blah. And we allow that to stop our ideas. And then sometimes people that don't stop there, they go past that. They say, fuck you, I'm going to do what I want to do anyways. But then they fail, or it doesn't seem to be working out, or they had a different idea in their head, so they quit. And I want you guys to realize that that's, don't ever do that, okay? Quitting whenever you think that you might have failed is one of the worst things you can do. Take a break, step back, and just allow things to work out. Maybe get off of it or whatever. Like in my case, for making videos, maybe I thought I'd be further along than I am right now. Maybe I thought something. And maybe that's a reason to say, fuck it, I'll just do the channel, stop it, I'll just do my own thing. I'll just keep working, just do my magic. But I'm not going to do that. Those days when I get those feelings, I do get those thoughts all the time. I get those feelings all the fucking time. Shit, I had them today. Um... When you get shit like that, you gotta just put it on the background. For me, it's simple. I banish it and I accept that everything is gonna be successful and I'm gonna help millions of people. And by helping millions of people, I'm gonna receive compensation and in whatever form the divine uh, universe wants to give it to me. Whether that's monetary gains, whether that's my fucking children and me are all healthy, whether that's we never suffer any crazy losses, I don't care. They can give it to me whatever way it wants to give it to me because all those things are worth something. I can get a ton of money, but if my kids ain't healthy, what the fuck's that going to do, right? So, the point I'm trying to get at is... All right, all right, I'm cut off here. I'm playing outside and the beautiful sun and having some drinks and all that shit. But yeah, so, just to finish off my last point I was making, um, yeah, whichever way I receive um, divine fucking compensation after giving... You know, doing a symbolic ritual and giving something, sacrifice, something has to be given. Um, I mean, that's the whole once in a month thing with the full moon. Nothing has to be given there, but after that, yeah, everything has to be given. But anyways, um, I don't care how I get it. I mean, if my family's not healthy, then, you know, what's the point of fucking having, well, um, and success, financial success, you know what I mean? I want my kids and my wife and me to be around as long as we possibly can uh, within good circumstances, you know what I mean? I don't want to be unhealthy and still hanging on. I also don't want to be um, 
healthy and poor. You know what I mean? I want the perfect balance of both of those things. Whatever that has to come to me, whatever the divine, my subconscious, the gods, the deities, whatever God, whatever you fucking believe in, whatever that fucking wants to take form and give me fucking whatever, and that's fine. But what I want to get into here today, and feel free to shut it off now if you want, but Think and Grow Rich. It's a fucking amazing book. And within that book, it's about thinking and growing rich to the point where he literally tells you how to train your subconscious mind to get things in your subconscious mind, to visualize what you want, to put your emotion to it. He teaches you how to do fucking magic in the book, Think and Grow Rich. He really does. You really have to put it on and listen to it and try to get past the beginning. So what I'll do for you is I'm going to find a part where he talks about the first few steps he went through in the book so you don't have to siphon through a bunch of crap. And then him getting into the subconscious mind and how to train yourself to get your subconscious mind to give you what you want. I'm going to try to pull load up a part here so that you know I'm not just full of shit and so that you actually go home or after you're done watching me or listening to this podcast or whatever this is on um you go and you listen to this book because it's going to give you all the information you need on how to do it and this book was made in uh after me i have to look that information up but it was a while ago this is a lot of new age information that people might fucking think oh it's all horseshit it's all horseshit it's like no napoleon hill fucking mapped this shit out for us all a long fucking time ago all we had to do is fucking put it into practice all you have to do is stick with it long enough for it to, to manifest. Edit Think and Grow Rich was written by Napoleon Hill in 1937 and promoted as a personal development and self-improvement book. He claimed to be inspired by a suggestion from business magnate and later philanthropist Andrew Carnegie one. First published during the Great Depression, too, the book has sold more than 15 million copies. Three, it remains the biggest seller of Napoleon Hill's books. Businessweek magazine's bestseller list ranked at the sixth best-selling paperback business book 70 years after it was published. For Think and Grow Rich is listed in John C. Maxwell's A Lifetime Must Read Books list. Five, while the book's title and much of the writing concerns increasing income, the author insists that his philosophy can help people succeed in any line of work to do and be anything they can imagine. All right, so what you just heard there, the last part. Well, first of all, 1937, that's like right when the war was started. Well, 1939, World War II, the Depression was 37, and I think 39 might have been uh, the war, depending on who you're, because like the United States is start to later. But anyways, so Napoleon Hill, this is when this was published 70 years later, in 2000, is when it got really popular apparently i've got dirt in my face doing yard work i'm just coming in and take a break take a seat um hide in the bathroom and finish my video real fast i'm supposed to be helping my wife oh but um i'm gonna get back out there i'm just gonna upload this while we're uploading this to do the work and then why time we come in and take a break or make supper make lunch you know then i can you know put it on and do whatever um anyways that's not your problem that's my problem so that's when this thing was published Okay, and like I said, when you listen to it, you're gonna hear it. Now, the last thing that uh, Wikipedia Siri was reading to you was that even though most of this book is, is telling you how to become wealthy or rich, um, it's actually 
a way to teach you how to achieve anything you want in your life. Now, that's magic, okay? What we do in magic. So, and I've said this many times. So, whether I'm teaching you how to do healing magic or money magic or any type of magic, whatever fucking kind of magic it is, whatever I'm teaching you how to do, um, I can use the same concept, same rules, same... You can use the same um, process, just with a different statement of intent, with just a different intention. But whether it's trying to heal somebody or manifest money, it doesn't necessarily have to be a different process. It's the same process to get the stuff into the subconscious mind and or onto the astral, however you want to look at it. Both ways are accurate, both ways are right, both ways work, both ways are basically the same thing to me. Whether you want to think of it as there's this other realm, same as this one, and whatever you put to that realm manifests in here. Or, which is the subconscious mind, which is the other realm, whatever you get into your subconscious mind through repetition or symbolism will manifest in your life it's the same fucking thing it's just two ways to look at it there's many other ways to look at it and they're all right it just takes you to understand how to connect them how to do the law of con compensation oh i wish we had that word but anyways um law of correspondence thank you okay this is on my head just told me that um the law of correspondence but anyways that'll help you connect to all those ways of doing magic how they're all the same but regardless of that what I'm trying to say here is, in this book, it's going to tell you how to achieve successful uh, money, get money, and the very various ways. So he does various ways, and the ways that whenever he speaks about putting emotion into the visualization of you being grateful for having the money, it literally says that. Like it's crazy. This is a book about how to get rich, but it's it's a fucking magical grimoire almost. But um, and it gives you the proof throughout the book all these successful people so you're getting the faith and by using this book reading this book listening to it you're um he talks about how faith is important how if you use your subconscious mind correctly and you know without a shadow of a doubt that what you're trying to manifest is going to manifest if you can get your mind if you believe that truly believe that then your subconscious will manifest it that's where the problem lies for most people is they can't seem to believe that it's going to work and that's why I say to watch testimonials, watch people that are successful, that have successfully done this. The more you do that through repetition and just watching that, that's going to take you some time. It's not always a necessary step, but it's definitely something you should be doing anyways because you might be one of those lucky people that can do it fast, or you might be one of those people that are going to have to build that subconscious programming. That magic is real, and you can manifest because we're doing it no matter what. But you don't have the programming in your mind yet that you can consciously control it, even though... By, rep- by repeatedly doing stuff and repeatedly I've seen stuff when you were a kid and repeatedly been told stuff you've been programmed and that's what you're manifesting right now but the programming that you need and the difference between a magical practitioner and just everybody else since we're all doing it already the difference is the fact that we know that we can consciously put suggestions in or consciously give energy to something on the astral or put suggestions in our subconscious mind and be able to manipulate that part of our reality maker and get it to manifest that's the difference and by getting that in your mind by watching stuff like i have fucking for years now like five years of watching the same content of freighter xavier birch um thunder wizard recently too because he talks about manifesting stuff so regardless of his true intention of what he's trying to do he does 
have so much he does in so many words actually say that magic is real and it works and you can manifest stuff now it's always derived towards his system and what he can do for you and it's not really about the subject as a whole and how to develop yourself it's more about how you should get him and he will help you that's what he's doing versus you know freighter has those programs but he's not telling people they need to grab it or whatever he's giving you what he's done he's got his free channel to tell you why this is important and how it works and how any system can work and there's different systems for you if you choose this it's great but you should do what's right by you so anyways all that aside i just want to point that out there that that's what this is so i'm gonna get and find the clip of um something that at least covers a lot of ground about this book to pique your interest and i'll try not to be longer than five to ten minutes probably max please do yourself a favor and listen to it and if it seems like something that you should listen to you might say you already know it you might be, i already know all that i don't need to listen to it but no you should listen to it the more you listen to this shit like this the more programming you're putting in your mind this book is a huge book on how to do magic how to successfully get money magic more specifically but it's a self-improvement um do-it-yourself kind of book that also has testimonials and all the most rich and successful people around the world their successes and it talks quite a bit about how quitting is a necessity or not how quitting is not a necessity but how failure is a necessity you know you invent something until you get it right you're gonna keep trying different ways nope didn't work fail no didn't work fail no didn't work fail boom it worked you failed four times before you got it to work and that's where it comes back full circle that what i was talking about before was if you feel like quitting you should just take a break take a breeze and walk away because sometimes right when you feel like you're gonna quit is when you're about to have a fucking uh, revelation um uh sometimes it's your big break that comes after that if you just make it past that failure point you know you failed it's okay you get back into it whenever you can in the right mind boom that's when that shit's gonna start working for you i'm not gonna say like you're gonna get that million dollars dead but you're gonna get the opportunity to be able to get the million dollars it might work it's a way up point is don't ever quit on what you're trying to do you need to keep your energy especially if you're just beginning you need to focus on the one thing at a time you know because it's like okay i want to learn how to manifest money today so i'm going to go online i'm going to find all this shit on youtube on how to do that okay and then tonight i'll do it then you get online and then the person starts talking about astrology so i'll, I'll look up a little astrology don't get back to them what do you think later and then it's oh your third eye oh then microcosmic orbit oh then this is a uh, healing magic awesome oh, astrology stuff here oh tarot it's like now you just spread that attention everywhere and you're not going to get anything done because you're watching all these different things whereas if you just i want to learn about money magic put this pokemon or anything that teaches how to do money magic it has testimonials of money magic in it you listen to that all day and then you go practice that put all your energy into that and feel it put the emotion as if it's already happened you know get as much energy into that use dance song um movement postures get all of that in there to increase your own energy and then once your energy your high energy you're moving you're grooming you're jumping you're happy you're fucking blissful then you just focus it all into that intention that visualization that you have with so much emotion that you're so fucking grateful for it and then you're done close temple get the fuck downstairs forget about it even if that means you have to watch tv which i hate promoting watching tv but whatever you can do i'd say go outside do some yard work go, go for a walk try to get your mind far away
away from that. If your mind does come back to the, that and you get thoughts of when is it going to happen or it might not happen, if you thought about like, oh, I wish this happened in the next few days, well, and say, oh, I'm grateful that this has happened. Uh, I'm so grateful that my manifestations happen very quickly. I will leave harm free someone and be, you know, that whole fucking thing. And then stop thinking about that. You know, anytime you have the thought, just accept that it's going to work and say you're free from it not working, but just banishing it away. I banish those thoughts of me having, uh, me having, me being free from successful magic. And I accept that my magic always manifests quickly and exactly how I wanted to, something to that effect. And, but you got to try to keep your mind off of it so that it can come to you. Because if you're consciously thinking about it, subconscious, the other realm, the actual, can't work on it. I can't get it for you. I can't connect all the dots. I can't find the path of least resistance. You put the energy out there, initiated from you, right to the astral. And now it's created up there and it has to come back down to you and your reality. It's going to find the path of least resistance down there. When you're consciously still thinking about it, you're still putting, you kind of put energy into it. But depending on if you're thinking about it in a way that it's going to work out, then you're putting good energy into it. So that's not bad. That's why I say accept it and forget about that so that it can come back to you. But every time you consciously think about it, you're sending it that way. And it can't come to you, can't come back to you when you're sending it one way. And this is all just to give you kind of a, a visualization of how it works. It's not always necessarily exactly how this shit works when I say this stuff, but it is how it works. I mean, I'm speaking. I mean, we can't see how the energy travels, but one way of looking for it, if you want to think about the astrals up or back or just to another realm, wherever that energy goes, it's going there consciously. And for it to come back to you and manifest in this realm, you have to not be consciously thinking about it. It can't be. Because just the act of, like, like if you're healed, like, Brady's got this um, story about he had a gash on his hand, okay? And he used a healing technique to get healed, okay? Stop thinking about it, and then all of a sudden started healing. And just the act of him looking at it and being all surprised it was working, consciously thinking about it, it stopped it. Because he interrupted the energy. The energy was coming back to him, and then he shot his energy at the same way. So what happens when two fucking beams are coming at each other? Well, they're going to stop. So stop the energy. Stop the healing magic. So this is where I derive this this explanation from, something to that effect. Um, so yeah, as soon as you fucking get it gone, clear your head. Anytime you accept it, think about it. Actually, anytime you think about it, depending on how you think about it, like I've already said, initiative if it's, if it's thoughts of you not being successful in your magic and accept it if it is thoughts of you being successful in your magic and then get that off your mind do whatever the fuck you gotta do to get it off music dance eat whatever they say after doing ritual you should ground yourself so that means physically going outside and put your feet on the ground that's perfect to get the energy to come back to you faster you should ground like seriously take your fucking socks off put your feet on the fucking grass if you can because then you're on the earth. This thing has to come back to you. Electricity is always find a way, trying to find its quickest way to the ground. This is why it goes to metal. And then, because it, it grounds it, right? It becomes neutral at that point. All electricity is always trying to get to neutral. I said electricity and it still fits, but I meant to say lightning. Lightning, whenever there's a lightning storm, the lightning is always trying to find its fastest path, the path of least, least resistance to the earth. It's coming from the sky and it wants to get to the earth. It's the electrons that are built up and it's trying to get to neutral. So it's flying down. So it finds a piece of metal, whatever's closest to it, to hit the ground. So the, I'm trying to use that as a metaphor that you send out a positive energy in the air, whatever you want to call it. And then for 
the subconscious to receive it, the negative ions to come back through your negative to your mind. You have to have your conscious mind off of it because if you're still projecting energy out there, well, it can't come back because you're pushing up. There's no room for it to come back to you, right? Because your energy is already pushing it towards the place where it's supposed to return from, right? You're creating that thing on the astral. But if you already created on the astral, then if you stop thinking about it, it can return and manifest here. But the more you think about it, the more you create that energy. Or the more you think about it, that it's not going to happen, the more you're, like, dematerializing it, I guess would be one way to put it. But all I was trying to say there was um, how lightning works. Lightning is trying to find the path of least resistance to the ground. It's trying to get grounded. So if you ground after doing your magic, because you just did your magic, you projected all that energy into the astral, and now exists in the astral, and now the astral has to create it down here. Because whatever's there has to be here. Whatever's in your subconscious mind has to manifest. It's the same way of explaining the same thing. Just two different ways of explaining the same thing. So yeah, I meant to say lightning. All right, let's get back. Energy into that. Use dance, song, um, movement, postures, get all of that in there to increase your own energy. And then once your energy, your high energy, you're moving, you're grooving, you're jumping, you're happy, you're fucking blissful, then you just focus it all into that intention, that visualization that you have with so much emotion that you're so fucking grateful for it. And then you're done, close temple, get the fuck downstairs, forget about it. Even if that means you have to watch TV, which I hate promoting watching TV, but whatever you can do, I'd say go outside, do some yard work, go out, go for a walk, try to get your mind far away from that. And if your mind does come back to the, that and you get thoughts of when is it going to happen or it might not happen, if you thought about like, oh, I wish it was happening in the next few days, well, and say, oh, I'm grateful that this has happened. Uh, I'm so grateful that my manifestations happen very quickly. I will be Humphrey, so I want to be, you know, that whole fucking thing. And then stop thinking about that. You know, anytime you have the thought, just accept that it's going to work and say you're free from it not working, but just banishing it away. I banish those thoughts of me having, unsuccess- uh, me having, me being free from successful magic. And I accept that my magic always manifests quickly and exactly how I wanted to something to that effect and, but you gotta try to keep your mind off of it so that it can come to you because if you're consciously thinking about it subconscious the other realm the actual can't work on it you can't get it for you you can't connect all the dots you can't find the path of least resistance you put the energy out there initiated from you right to the astral now it's created up there and it has to come back down to you and your reality it's going to find the path of least resistance down there when you're consciously still thinking about it you're still putting you kind of put energy into it but depending on if you're thinking about it in a way that it's going to work out then you're putting good energy into it so that's not bad that's why i say accept it and forget about that so that it can come back to you but every time you consciously think about it you're sending it that way and it can't come to you can't come back to you when you're sending it one way and this is all just a give you kind of a, a visualization of how it works. It's not always necessarily exactly how this shit works when I say this stuff, but it is how it works. I mean, I'm speaking. I mean, we can't see how the energy travels, but one way of looking for it, if you want to think about the astrals, up or back, or just to another realm, wherever that energy goes, it's going there consciously. And for it to come back to you and manifest in this realm, you have to not be consciously thinking about it. It can't be. Is just the act of like, like if you're healed, like Brady's got this um, story about he had a gash on his hand, okay, and he used a healing technique to get healed, okay. Stop thinking about it, and then all of a sudden started healing. 
And just the act of him looking at it and being all surprised it was working, consciously thinking about it, it stopped it because he interrupted the energy. The energy was coming back to him, and then he shot his energy at the same way. So what happens when two fucking beams are coming at each other? Well, they're going to stop. So stop the energy. Stop the healing magic. So this is where I derive this this explanation from, something to that effect. Um, so yeah, as soon as you fucking get it gone, clear your head. Anytime you accept it, think about it. So anytime you think about it, depending on how you think about it, like I've already said, if it's, if it's thoughts of you not being successful in your magic, and accept it if it is thoughts of you being successful in your magic, and then get that off your mind. Do whatever the fuck you gotta do to get it off music, dance, eat, whatever. They say after doing a ritual, you should ground yourself. So that means physically going outside and putting your feet on the ground. That's perfect to get the energy to come back to you faster. You should ground. Like, seriously, take your fucking socks off, put your feet on the fucking grass if you can. Because then you're on the earth. This thing has to come back to you. Electricity is always trying to find its quickest way to the ground. This is why it goes to metal. And then, because it it grounds it, right? It becomes neutral at that point. All electricity is always trying to get to neutrality. While the electrons are trying to get to neutrality, you send the energy out. Positive conscious projection. The negative it's, it's a negative polarity, that energy coming back to you. Subconscious mind, negative earth, negative water, negative, that energy's coming back to you. It's got to come through you to ground, through your conscious mind. Anyways, but that, it's going to find the path of least resistance, and it's going to travel back to you and manifest in your own. And I don't think I can do a better job of explaining it than that. So anyways, here comes the clip of Napoleon Hill. If I think, if I may come back and chime on after it, but probably won't. Um, because I have many videos that probably explain exactly the same thing he's talking about. And a lot of them are before I even read that book. So, anyways, hope you enjoy. Have yourself a great fucking day. Chapter 5. Auto-suggestion. The medium for influencing the subconscious mind. The third step toward riches. Auto-suggestion is a term that applies to all suggestions and all self-administered stimuli that reach your mind through the five senses. Stated in another way, auto-suggestion is self-suggestion. It is the way of communicating between that part of the mind where conscious thought takes place and that which serves as the seat of action for the subconscious mind. Through the dominating thoughts that you permit to remain in your conscious mind, it doesn't matter whether these thoughts are negative or positive, the principle of auto-suggestion reaches the subconscious mind and influences it with these thoughts. Nature has built human beings so that we can have control over the material that reaches our subconscious mind through our five senses. However, this does not mean that we always exercise this control. In the great majority of instances, we do not exercise it, which explains why so many people go through life in poverty. Recall what I said about the subconscious mind resembling a fertile garden in which weeds will grow if the seeds of more desirable crops are not sown. Auto-suggestion is the way you may feed your subconscious on creative thoughts. Or you can, by neglecting it, permit thoughts of a destructive nature to find their way into this rich garden of the mind. Editor's Comments Numerous psychological studies and experiments with hypnotherapy have validated Napoleon Hill's concept that a person's subconscious mind retains everything that person ever experienced. Studies also support the theory that the subconscious is non-judgmental. It does not filter or interpret, it simply processes information literally and stores it.
conscious, or that thoughts stored below the level of consciousness can exert enough influence to affect attitude and behavior, the following explanation should alleviate any such doubts. There is no doubt about the existence of the conditions known by the psychological terms fixations, phobias, and compulsive behaviors. These conditions occur when a child has learned something in such a powerful or dramatic way that the knowledge becomes firmly planted in the child's subconscious mind. Then, even as the child grows to adulthood and the conscious mind learns to understand that information from a mature point of view, because the childhood learning experience was so powerful, the subconscious still retains the childhood understanding of the information. The result is a fixation, phobia, or compulsive behavior that causes a response rooted in childhood, which does not make logical sense to the adult's conscious mind. That is because it does not come from the conscious. It comes from the subconscious belief that was so emotionalized, it overrides the adult's logical conscious mind. Hill's theory is based on exactly the same psychological principles. Thoughts do remain stored in the subconscious. They remain just as they were when they were input. And the more highly emotionalized the thoughts are when they are input, the more influence they exert on attitude and behavior. It is this aspect of the subconscious that will allow you to use auto-suggestion as a tool with which to input the positive thoughts that will help you achieve the success you desire. This is the end of the editor's comments. See and feel money in your hands. You were instructed in the last of the six steps described in Chapter 3 on Desire to read aloud twice daily the written statement of your desire for money. You were also directed to see and feel yourself already in possession of the money. By following these instructions, you communicate the object of your desire directly to your subconscious mind in a spirit of absolute faith. Through repetition of this procedure, you will create thought habits that reinforce your efforts to transmute desire into its monetary equivalent. Read these steps again, very carefully, before you proceed further. 1. Fix in your mind the exact amount of money you desire. It is not sufficient merely to say, I want plenty of money. Be definite about the amount. 2. Determine exactly what you intend to give in return for the money you desire. There is no such reality as something for nothing. 3. Establish a definite date when you intend to possess the money you desire. 4. Create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin at once, whether you are ready or not, to put this plan into action. 5. Now write it out. Write a clear, concise statement of the amount of money you intend to acquire, name the time limit for its acquisition, state what you intend to give in return for the money, and describe clearly the plan through which you intend to accumulate it. 6. Read your written statement aloud, twice daily. Read it once, just before retiring at night, and read it once after arising in the morning. As you read, see, and feel, and believe yourself already in possession of the money. Remember, when reading aloud the statement of your desire, through which you will develop a money consciousness, that the mere reading of the words is of no consequence, unless you mix emotion or feeling with your words.
your subconscious mind recognizes and acts only upon thoughts that have been well mixed with emotion or feeling. This is a fact of such importance as to warrant repetition in practically every chapter. The lack of understanding of this is the main reason the majority of people who try to apply the principle of auto-suggestion get no desirable results. Plain, unemotional words do not influence the subconscious mind. You will get no appreciable results until you learn to reach your subconscious mind with thoughts or spoken words that have been well emotionalized with belief. Do not become discouraged if you cannot control and direct your emotions the first time you try. Remember, there is no such possibility as something for nothing. You cannot cheat even if you desire to do so. The price of ability to influence your subconscious mind is persistence in applying the principles described here. You cannot develop the desired ability for a lower price. You, and you alone, must decide whether or not the reward, the money consciousness, is worth the price you must pay for it in effort. Your ability to use the principle of auto-suggestion will depend very largely upon your capacity to concentrate on a given desire until that desire becomes a burning obsession. I'm okay with that. How to strengthen your powers of concentration. When you begin to carry out the instructions in the six steps, it will be necessary for you to make use of the principle of concentration, following our suggestions for the effective use of concentration. When you begin the first of the six steps, which instructs you to fix in your own mind the exact amount of money you desire, close your eyes and hold your thoughts on that amount of money until you can actually see the physical appearance of the money. Do this at least once each day. As you go through these exercises, follow the instructions given in Chapter 4 on faith and see yourself actually in possession of the money. Here is a most significant fact. The subconscious mind takes any orders given to it in a spirit of absolute faith and acts upon those orders. But the orders often have to be presented over and over again, repeated positive affirmation, before they are interpreted by the subconscious mind. Because of this, you might consider the possibility of playing a perfectly legitimate trick on your subconscious mind. Make it believe, because you believe it, that you must have the amount of money you are visualizing. Make it believe that this money is already awaiting your claim, so the subconscious mind must hand over to you practical plans for acquiring the money that is yours. Give this thought to your imagination and see what your imagination can or will do to create practical plans for the accumulation of money through transmutation of your desire. Do not wait for a definite plan through which you will exchange services or merchandise in return for the money you are visualizing. Just start right now to see yourself in possession of the money, demanding, and expecting that your subconscious mind will hand over the plans you need. Be on the alert for these plans, and when they appear, put them into action immediately. When the plans appear, they will probably flash into your mind in the form of an inspiration or intuition from infinite intelligence. Treat it with respect and act upon it as soon as you receive it. In the fourth of the six steps, you are instructed to create a definite plan for carrying out your desire 
and begin at once to put this plan into action. Do the same thing here. Close your eyes and create in your mind a vivid image of you carrying out the instructions. Do not trust to your reason when creating your plan for accumulating money through the transmutation of desire. Your reasoning faculty may be lazy, and if you depend entirely upon it to serve you, it may disappoint you. When visualizing the money you intend to accumulate, see yourself rendering the service or delivering the merchandise you intend to give in return for this money. This is important. Editor's Comments the basic principle underlying auto-suggestion is closely related to self-hypnosis, and both techniques played an important role in the development of modern psychology. Although all three concepts, auto-suggestion, hypnosis, and psychology, had to overcome...